Welcome, welcome to episode nine, BC Banter on the Heights, the weekly Boston College podcast hosted by myself, Brett Ryder, and Pete Collins. Today, we're going to hand out uh, some midterm grades that time of the year. So we're going to do uh, onside offsides. We're also going to look into the remainder of the season. Um, and then, as always, we're going to do 20 questions with Brett. So without further ado, I guess I kind of mix it up there. So before before we do get to our grades, um, let's talk about the the remainder of the season. Uh, Pete, what what do you want to see out of the remainder of the season? I would like to say wins, but I just know I can't actually expect that. So it'd be unreasonable for me to answer the question in that way. Um, I want to see some sort of sign of hope. I don't know what that is quite yet, but I want a sign of hope. Interesting. Seems far-fetched. It seems impossible. (laughs) Does not seem plausible at this point in time. Nope. Very open-ended, and still it's like, you're you're wild. It could be anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just probably not going to happen, though. Feels that way. It feels so depressing. Feels like there's a big cloud hanging over our head, and it's like, oh, we need a sunny day. It's like, yeah, well, this cloud is here to stay. One one thing I forgot to talk about in the last episode, which I think it's kind of like a talking point, a big deal. It's like they burnt uh, Joe Griffin's All right. red shirt. So like, nothing. He did nothing in that game. Yeah, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> So like my hope is slowly starting to like, uh, I shouldn't say start. It's continuing to just wither away because I like don't have hope or, uh, really any any positive outlook outlook for for like this season. I don't I don't I don't see the the big picture. I don't really see the vision at all anymore. It's like you're burning, you're burning red shirts. You're Play is atrocious. You're getting blown out. There's just nothing positive to really take from these games. So I don't, I don't see like if like if they are building something, I don't, I don't see it. Um, yeah, like outlook on the rest of the season is like maybe try to be competitive in a game or two. <laughs> maybe. So like there's some qualities or aspects of coaches and teams and mannerisms, things that are outside the football game that Mm -hmm. you can look at and go, Oh man, I don't like to see that out of my coach. I don't like to see that on my team. And there was something that I picked up on. And I think, you know, the internet picked up on it as well, but uh, we left because the game was, was over, over, over. And it was just depressing and sad and cold and late. And we had been there for like eight hours and the Wi-Fi. just, we could go on for days of why. Right. <laughs> Wi-Fi so, gate. Wi-Fi gate. But at the end of the game, they had brought in the backup quarterback, Clemson did. But later they brought back DJU back in again. And yeah. they ran a, a drive and, and they threw for a touchdown uh, when they were already up by like three touchdowns. So uh it was questionable should they have done that, you know, out of respect for BC because they're blowing their doors off. You know, did they really need to throw for another touchdown in that situation? Which he threw a dart, by the way. Right. (laughs) At the end of the game, coach's handshake, uh, maybe we're reading into it a lot, but coach kind of looked like, you know, a little upset about that, that that they got thrown on. 
And I was sitting there going, wait a minute. You're crying because they scored so many points on you. Yeah. Like that's the softest coach's approach ever. Like yeah. when, when we're the Patriots fans and we're blowing doors on everyone in the NFL and it's like, yeah. stop us then. Like we're, we're going to keep scoring until you stop us. Cause it's a game where we try to score. And what the other team's coach said, uh, drawing a blank on Clemson's coach's name here. Um, Davo, Davo Sweeney. Yeah. yeah. Sweeney said, well, we didn't feel good about our offense in the first half and we wanted to go in with some sort of momentum into the next game. So I put the first unit back out there to feel good. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's taking another dump on us. Like not only does our coach get whiny when they score too many points on us, when he thinks they mm. should give up early because they're mm. kicking our ass so bad. But the other coach is like, well, we're using you guys to tune up. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just two signs of like, you're just like a terrible, miserable team that nobody really respects and people use as practice. And they're, they're like, yeah, you know what? Like the fact that you guys did stop us in the first half, like unacceptable. It's not up to like, our standards. We can't let like, BC stop us in the first half. We shall smoke them in the second yeah, half and then rub not, it in their face at the end. It's not that you guys had a great defense and played us really hard we just flat out sucked so yeah we need to go prove it to ourselves that it really was that at the end so we went down and, and ran a throat ran it right down your throat and, and threw a touchdown at the end and just so cap like, it off i'm like dude stop them then you know like I, i'm always that way stop them if don't you don't like it you. stop it from happening and if it does then you just gotta like shake your head and be like own it me Got you me got again. Us. This is a beatdown. You, know? you beat our ass today. You don't go up there and be like, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, what? Stop you had scoring. the up. You you guys had the opportunities to go to. You know, you're telling me that you weren't that when you had uh, Morehead in the game, like you weren't trying to score. Well, it's also like, what do you do? You want them to give up? Yeah. What was Coach Halfley's expectation that they like took a knee or threw the ball the wrong way or fumbled it on purpose so that the other team? Yeah. Like, what do you want? That's more insulting. It's like when you let. You know, you're like, oh, well, let, let, let little kids score, you know, on you because yeah. he's a little kid, you know, and you're an adult and you're playing basketball with them. You don't swat the ball out of the air, right? You let the little kids score. It's like, are they letting no. me see the little kids score? You no easy buckets. <laughs> no easy buckets. Earn two at the line. That <laughs> <Brett> follows them. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? It's like, you, I feel like we're like the little kid that they're letting score. Yeah, yeah. So Very I'd rather insulting. them score a touchdown on us and yeah. not like, you yeah. know, I'd rather them do what you would do and swat that kid into the third row and be like, listen, kid, you're going to have to learn how to create distance. If you want to score, mm-hmm. can't keep going up soft like that. And you teach them a lesson, you know, at least it's, I like that Clemson scored in that situation, but I hate Halfley's response. I wish Halfley I hated was it a, too. I wish Halfley was like, good for you guys. I, I'm going to go in there and rip the defense a new one. Cause they shouldn't have let that happen. You know, yeah. whatever it is, like get fired up. He's just not, he just whined. It's like, so. yeah it's like buddy that's the second time this season that you've had someone drive the field on you in the final two minutes and score on you so like sounds like a you problem bud yeah you should stop you know? that you should not be allowing that yeah not to, not to mention it's like you've had three what what are they so they're two and four so what are they one and three in acc play yeah so three of the three of the ACC games, you were just completely just terrible. But you're gonna get mad about one final drive. Yeah. Like how like about this against, is your competition? 
What about what about Florida State when you guys scored a garbage touchdown when they were up 44 to 7? Like, why did you do that? Why yeah. did you try to why did you score? I hate that narrative of you should give up once you're up by enough. Maybe like don't like I get you have to have a purpose. The other coach had a purpose. He said we weren't, you know, feeling like we were flowing on offense. So we put the first unit back out there to let them have confidence. Yeah. You could have deflated them, right? Oh, they think yeah. they're going to go out there and get confidence against us. Like it could have given you a reason to play, pick them off or something. I don't know. Just soft. I'm not, them I'm not even, I'm not it. even sure. I'm not, I, I mean, we weren't there, so I don't really know. Right. But like, did we have our first team defense out there? Probably. Even if we didn't. Then what are you mad about? What are you mad about? Right. There's, Either way, it doesn't no, work. For there's coach. nothing to be mad about. Yeah. We can't make this there's, work for coach. And and like I'm sorry, it, it was 24 to three, and they scored on you. If sure, if it was like 50 to nothing, and they went down and they did that, then I'd be like, yeah, like that that is kind of grimy. But like, there's not. It wasn't like that much of a blowout. Yeah, they at that point the tun- game was over. I think that's all they were coach tuning up their offense. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? I just think it's soft to be mad it's about very team scoring on you. Very soft. And not mad at your defense for not stopping. Very soft. Or why why or be mad at your offense for not scoring more and making yeah. making it a ball game. Because just like focus only, on different things. You, you they were at, okay. So what you 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 were mad because you wanted to hold them to 24, but your offense scored three. So like the deep so you you in in essence, like you let the defense down. Yeah. Because like you didn't support them. And then, yeah, they might have got another touchdown dumped on them. So, like, maybe you're mad about that, but like, it's your fault, dude. Yeah, it's all his fault. Have a better offense. Have a offense. Don't whine. That's what I mean. That's the big thing. Is like he's just whining. It just feels like it. The the mood around the team is like halfly sets the tempo. Right, he's the head coach. Yeah, and that whiny mood makes it almost seem acceptable to 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 let those things happen because it, well, it's okay that that touchdown happened because they shouldn't have been scoring then anyway. It's like, uh, what? No, kind of, don't uh, even get to that situation. I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed because Co- coach and I had a, had a moment during the, uh, the Eagle walk too. Tell them he, about he, it. We, they were, dude, first of all, like I didn't even know that they were walking by us. Nope. It just happened um, all of a sudden. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's the Eagle Walk. Cool." I've never, I've never been there for the Eagle Walk, and that was cool. It was pretty sweet. But um, as they're like walking down, you see, like the the cheerleaders, the band, they're all coming, and I'm like waiting for the team. And uh, obviously, it's like Coach, his daughter. He had like his daughter, and uh, I was, I said something to him. I forget what I said. I was like. I was like, "Good luck tonight, Coach. Like, go get him." And like, he looked at me and was just like, "They." they Listeners can't see it, but like he looked at me like dead in the eyes, was like, like shook his head, like he gave the Thank nod. You. Yeah. Um, my our our other boy P Torch, he's like, oh, he's like, it looked like he was talking to you, and I was like, dude, he was, cause he was. <laughs> I was like, we literally shared a moment there, like I was trying to fire the boys up, dude. He just went out the window. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. The the whole idea of you're supposed to be leading leading these guys like that's such a such a bad look man it's, 
Like give just, I'm like begging coach Halfley to give me something to like defend him on. Like I, I, and, and you know, like I've done it a couple of times. I brought like a couple of weeks ago, I brought to the table the idea that he's a new coach and that there's growing pains. And I fully, uh, uh, accepted the fact that I, I wasn't taking that into account and that we need to do that. And there's been multiple times where I have almost like pulled back on my criticism and said like, yo, like I, I was wrong in the way that I came about it, like fully. And like, I feel like for me personally, I'm always continuing to look for reasons to defend him or, you know, why, why we should defend him, but it's, becoming harder and harder every week to, hey, like, to stick with that you're coming over to my side the 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 oust halfly side i mean yeah. i just don't think he's it yeah i know i know you don't i'm not there yet but uh i'm whenever not, they can transition they should i'm not far i'm not far away now which really stinks because i've been a halfly guy I've been, I've been, I mean, yeah, I'm like very critical of him, but it's almost like I criticize him and I'm like very harsh on him because I believe in him so much. I think maybe not. Maybe that's just me being like, I, don't oh, believe in him. I used to. Well, if you're like a recruit and you're trying to come to BC or BC's recruiting you and you kind of look at the program feeling depressed or not excited, not optimistic you might look at a coaching change as a reason to be excited. Like, oh, things are changing there on campus. Things are changing with that football team. Yeah. If it's not the coach, it's got to be something. Yeah. It can't be nothing. Players can't just come into next season going, well, let's hope to do better next year. I know. The, the only, the, the biggest thing I think is the fact that they just had a coaching change. So it's just like, you know, and understandably so. It's like you're admitting that you were wrong on this one. But that's what they did basically last time, it right? Just sucks. Yeah, they had well, a 500 now, coach, and now they have a new 500 coach. Why wouldn't they make the same decision they made last time? One of the times, right financially. Well, they gave him the other guy. They gave him seven years. <laughs> seven years. What are we at? Four. Three. So it's like. Do you give them, do you give, do you give Halfley time to figure it out or do you just cut the cord now? You know? Yeah. It's a real tough decision. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a, um, I wonder what coach's attitude. I don't have, I never even put myself in his shoes. I wonder if you're a coach, you're sitting there. Obviously you believe in yourself, right? You're not like, man, this really stinks. I'm, I'm screwed. That's not what he's thinking. He probably has hope. He probably has a vision and a plan. It's just not coming to fruition. So I wonder like what coach is sitting there feeling like, like next year we're going to be fine because this will work out this way. And I have this plan. And like, I don't even see it from my perspective, you know, but I don't, I don't necessarily need to see it either. Like I'm Pete sitting in my living room. So I know like you're an office guy, you know, the scene when Andy Bernard is, is uh, interviewing for the, the manager job. Yep. And Gabe, Gabe is just like grilling him and uh, he gets out, he gets out in his car and he's just like, I wanted it to go better. And he's like, flipping <laughs> out. <laughs> that's yep. what I picture coach doing. Like, 
after every game, just sitting there like seething at the thought of just this, you know, you go from like the press conference of like the get in. And then the first season was like pretty solid. And then last year Phil got hurt. And then this year it's just been an absolute train wreck. I wonder if he just sits there and he's just like, I just wanted I just want this to go better. And it's just not. And I don't have an answer. And like, to that point screwed yeah i feel like that that's so concerning though too it's like if you don't have an answer for what or how to get out of this like dog you're the head coach like buck stops at you i wonder if he even wants to change like thinking about just purely stepping in out of your bc you know uniform and into your halfly mind like he's sitting here going First year, whatever, got the injury, COVID to deal with. Now this year, I have no offensive line. They're all freshmen or defensive linemen or walk-ons. It's ridiculous. Like, I have injuries up the wazoo. My second-best receiver in Takas goes down. My freshman running back star goes Mm -hmm. down. I don't have him in the biggest game of the year. My quarterback, who I thought was supposed to be really good, is not really good. He's quite average to below average. Is he average? Sometimes. (laughs) pretty below average, you know, whatever, (laughs) like, you know, like we have like a bottom tier quarterback. And when he's like, this isn't how it was supposed to be. This isn't even what I was sold as coach, you know? Yeah. Well, dude. And, and like, we were talking about the, the NIL stuff earlier and like, he, do you, do you think he like looks at the admission above him? And it's just like, like they get like the players are getting no support and that has to be such an indictment just on them as a whole. Like, they clearly do not support us as a program. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that has to play a part too. I mean, I, and trust me, like I'm willing to give all, like, I'm not going to say like, because they're not doing that. And because the, the higher ups, like, because they're all garbage um, it's, it's, you know, I'm not going to say it's their fault that the football team is so bad, but at the same time, like that has to play a part in it, at least like in terms of like the mentality and like his overall, like, feeling supported and the way he's going about this. Like it has to be tough. Like there's no, there's no way that like that doesn't have some sort of impact on it. It, It's, it's definitely tough for him and it should be tough because this is a tough look. Yeah. It just sucks. Flat out. And that's why, and that's the only reason, you know, nothing changes unless something changes. Yeah. Like that's why I don't know, dude, I, I saw from, that kid, uh, Marty, that apparently uh, Father Leahy's retiring. Like, we'll see, dude. But, like, even at that, it's, like, it's it's kind of, like, the same thing with the AD. It's, like, we were so we, – we were cool with, like, getting a new AD, and then we got, like, this bozo. So, like, what's going to happen when we get a new president of the – like, a university president? Like, is it just going to be, like, another, like, old head bozo? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just be – you know? At least so, it's a chance that you, it isn't when you switch. It's a chance. It's a chance, sure, but I don't know, man. Like – That just shows you how you feel about the team, though. You're like, it's probably yeah. just going to be another bozo. Mm-hmm kind of brings that question that you wrote like are we in the dark days right now yeah yeah this that it doesn't it doesn't get worse than this when like you there's like nothing to have hope for and you don't really see anything beyond this i feel like any whether it's like you know 
when the Red Sox are bad this year, you're like, all right, you know, kind of understandable that there's going to be progress next year, or they're probably going to do some things to get better when the Patriots stink. Like you kind of see that they're going to progress when the Celtics weren't so hot, you know, you knew you had uh, Jalen and Jason. So you're like, all right, but like with this team, like I don't see a, all right, but with them. No, we seem like the team that stinks. Like when you think of BC, you think irrelevant. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can probably like it's a mediocre game, mediocre opponent. We'll probably beat them. And I'm even thinking like across everywhere. We don't have like this one sport where it's like, oh, we're nasty at that. You know, hockey we're really good at, but But even then we're not even really good there this year. We're not even. We're not. We're not. Usually, I'm just saying typically, like you no, know, I know what you're saying, but like, like if you look Northeast at it, team. if you look at it on like a granular, granular, <laughs> whatever, if you look at it <laughs> as like a micro level, <laughs> <laughs> a what? <laughs> Throw that out. <laughs> yeah. Edit, edited, redacted. Yeah. No, let's go. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but if you look at it from like a micro level and you look at the hockey team as it stands now, like, Sure, like historically they're pretty dominant, but they haven't been. And they it doesn't look like they're getting back to that. So it's like your three major sports kind of trash. I mean, the but the bat the uh, basketball. You want to know why um, you're you know, I know what's funny is I knew you were about to go say, Well, but the basketball, and I was like, Yeah, because the only sport we haven't seen them suck at yet, we're hopeful for because we haven't seen them lose the first game, and we'll be like, Oh, I know. No, you're right, but it's just we have this like I feel like that's our own fault. BC, as a fan collective, goes in. We're gonna win against Clemson. It's like no, you're fucking not. Like why do you guys even fucking say this shit? You know what I mean? Like I yeah. get it. It's everyone's so hopeful and then gets so upset when 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 the loss happens. It's like because no one wants to just talk about the reality is that BC sucks at sports. Yeah. Like well, we really I, I, just suck right now, and there's no reason to think we should be good because no one really seems like like the the school just doesn't seem to be putting out a product that cares. Or is that and I like, think, but I think like the reason why a lot of people are a hopeful and b want to see them be successful is because like we've seen it before. Oh hell you yeah! No, I mean? you have every reason. It's like back to your Red yeah. Sox comparison. It's like yeah, the Red Sox are always in it in a way. Even if you see them be last, you know they could win the World Series the following year, and it literally yeah. has happened. You know, yeah. But one of the reasons that gives you hope is that they're the second payroll or the third payroll or something. Is that they're you know that they're all in when it comes to getting the the best talent. It just mm-hmm. doesn't feel like that's the same way for when if you're drawing the same metaphor, the comparison to BC. It doesn't feel like we're in on any good talent it feels like there's other teams that we compete with that just blow our doors right off yeah well especially because it's just it's been going on for so long like over 10 years now to well, where just it's to think- just like now now like this is the norm yep we've established this as a new norm last year the the college basketball team was one point away in an overtime loss to playing duke in the semifinals yeah. but but you think about it like, oh, yeah, and then you go get your doors blown off by Duke. Who cares when you mm-hmm. lose? You just lose at some point. Like yeah. When, like how I, far do you go before you lose? Like, I want to see a program that's, like, built and has, like, sus- could. sustainability, you know? That could maybe win. That gives teams a shot. Like, they have a, a, a fighter's yeah. chance in that, in that 
game. No, nope, I don't feel that yeah. way. It's like, no, they have no shot. Yeah. Like from 2001 to 2009, they made the tournament every, I think they made it every year except for one or maybe two. So it's like they were, you know, they were a regular. Team. Yeah. Even if you and, lost first round and you made it every year, at least they're like, oh, BC always gets in. You know, one year yeah. maybe they'll win a game. It's like, I'd rather be there than, oh, they got yeah. in. <laughs> they have no Hell chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just seems like we're, we're kind of losers. Where we are now. I oh, hate to say it. Yeah, no, we losers. are. Big time. Big time. We're, it's become a joke. And then I think that hope, the hope is what bugs me. And like, I, I don't want to seem like a pessimist or anything. Like, but this hope is exactly what the school wants everyone to think like, yeah, have hope, come out to the games, buy the jerseys, do all the things. What jerseys? Sorry, what jerseys? Yeah, sorry, buy the (laughs) t-shirts that say 22 on them. You know what I mean? Like, do all these things, and then we'll put out a crap product. Like, how are the only way, I was thinking, like, how does the fans, how can the fans do anything? Like, I feel like we're just sitting here all stewing, all mad, right? Yeah. Like, the Red Sox fans, like, boo at the games. Red Sox fans let you know, this freaking sucks. You suck. Boo, go home. Yeah, like we don't want to see this product. Unacceptable. The fans there are like, Mr. Brightside. Yeah. No, Mr. Darkside needs to come out. Yeah. Like, hello, I'm Mr. Darkside. I've just announced this is Mr. Darkside. I want only Mr. Darkside from now on until the word. team gets a, word. a fire lit under their ass. Okay. Okay. Close your eyes, Mr. Darkside. Do your thing, King. I got yeah. you. I'm got on one right now. I feel you. No, it's good. It's it's a good sentiment. I think it's absolutely correct too, because when you look at when you when you look at how much of a joke it is, and you really start to break it down, and it's like we're so invested in this school and this program, and we have been for a while, and to just see how dog shit it is, it is just appalling. It's like it's. It, it's almost like I think it's become to the point where it's like joke, like jokingly, like tongue in cheek, like, you know, like when I talk to when I talk to people about it and like they'll like rip on me for it. I almost just like accept it. And I'm like, uh, you know, like oh, I'm the, the, the this huge like BC fan and like what a joke of a fucking team and they suck and you're an idiot. And I almost like wear that like a badge of honor. But like when I really think about it, it's just like what a absolute joke like people you you typically do not get made fun of for your fandom unless you're a yankees fan in boston type of shit but like typically like fandom in general isn't really like made fun of like being a lions fan yeah yeah and and then so i went to the patriots lions game and it was so cute seeing the little lions fans before the games jump around like they had a chance at winning it was fun to see them they're like oh we're gonna take you down they were talking trash and it was like the Patriots fans are walking around like, oh, boy, let them have their time. Let the kids play like they mm-hmm. don't you know, they're all excited to potentially maybe win. They have the same record as the Patriots. And then we trounce them 29 nothing. And it's like, yep, go away, Lions fans. Like, go, go, go back to where you came from. Just like, you know, go back to Detroit now. And it feels like we're the Lions fans now where it's like, OK, BC fans, that was nice. We you, you hung in there for a half with Clemson. Now. Go back. Go back to the dorms now. Go back to the mods. Yeah. Go back to your regular, go back to your regular days. Yep. You guys go back just, to your you class tomorrow. Suck. You stuck. Yeah. It was nice that you played us in the first half, but we're going to go play the second half without you now. We're going to get ready for the college football playoffs. Uh, don't mind us. Yeah, we got but something thank, to do. We're busy. Thanks for, thanks for tuning us up. Yep.
Oh yeah, because we needed a little tune-up, so we threw our quarterback back out there for the last drive just to throw a touchdown on you, just to like remember how to do it again. So he's warmed up for next week. We'll use you. And like a and like a lot of it too is like these higher ups that they're they're not they're like not BC guys, you know what I mean? Um. So it's like they don't care. Why like, don't they care? Cool. Like, that's your job. But they're cool. They're cool with being an ACC school and getting the ACC money and being at the bottom. Like they're they're okay with being a doormat. That's what I was saying in my tweets, dude. Like they're just their their checks are still clearing. Like they're still pulling in money. That's they're, they're that's just, my point. Is that why? How are they pulling in this money? Us. Yeah, we're out here giving them the ability to make money off a poor product. Usually how it works is poor product equals poor income and a poor, oh, you know, and, and it doesn't work. And people look to make changes to have a better, yeah. out, better outcome. So they have yeah. more income and they, you know, and that would work if BC was nasty, they could sell a lot more. Jer- oh, they don't even sell Jersey. So it's like, what are they doing? Like to sell more seats? Like, like they so, almost sold out of the Clemson game. Right. Yeah. It was, it was very close. If not. I was actually looking, I was actually looking last night because I couldn't really sleep that well, but I was looking at um like the basically the 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 attendance, the attendance numbers from like back in the day, like the early 2000s, and then looking at them now, like dude, they were playing like their their like bullshit opponents, like out of conference opponents, and they were like filling the stadium like 40,000 plus. Um and then now they'll play like an ACC team and they can't even break 35. Well, that's it's why like, Clemson traveled so well is they were like, we can definitely get a ticket. Yeah. It's like they used to be able to, or like the hockey games too. It's like when I was growing up, that stadium, it wasn't B, it, that wasn't a BU crowd. That was an every game crowd. Yeah. Now it's like a BU specific crowd. And, and, you know, the basketball team's been bad. So I understand why that, that attendance is poor, but um, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. They just cannot pull a, a substantial crowd anymore. Like they, their home, they're like supporters is like dwindling and they don't care. They don't care. That's what I'm, that, that's kind of a, this conversation has brought me to brought, brought me to that realization. I'm like sitting here like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> Nothing's cool about this. Nothing's fun. Like this isn't like, it's funny. It's like funny to laugh. Like you can laugh at it because it is such a joke, but it's very, it's like, it like hurts how much it's true. It's bad. It's bad because it's like I said, it's about money. Yeah. Cause it wasn't always like that. Yeah. everyone's And like, they're, they're always, and like, they're always going to get somewhat of a supporting from like, you know, the alumni and the students and such, but just in general, like you're like, you should have, you should have a pretty stable fan base period, like outside, outside of that. Think about it. People love Boston. Yeah. People from Boston love Boston and people don't care about this team. And people, but people and people don't people, people from here aren't, fooled easily either so it's like yeah all those like bullshit tactics that they're using in order to like 
you know, trick, you know, spin this story and why it's going this way and why it's going to be better. It's like people from Boston and New England in general are like, that's a bunch of horse. We don't buy that. And we, yeah. and, and, and they're like now, and now we don't respect you. So now we're really not going to give you our time. Cause we don't, cause you're trying yeah, to trick us. You're trying to trick us. You, you failed at tricking us. And now, now we just lost all any sort of respect for you. So it's a tough look, especially when you're the only P five school in new England. Like you should have people, you should have people caring about you and you just, you don't, no one cares. Nobody cares. Besides us, we care. We care a lot, too much. That's why we're sitting here doing this, man. Want to dish some grades out, or should I say uh, our version of grades, a.k.a. offsides, onsides? Yeah. So we're going to go through the team. We'll state an area of the team, and then Brett and I will give you our grade, uh, either being pass or fail, pass being onsides or fail being offsides, and we'll give you our reasons why. I think you know how this is going to go, but um, it's a great exercise for us to tee up on the team a little bit more. So, Brett, Coach Halfley, offsides, onsides. Offsides. Completely off. 15 yards offsides. Dude, personal foul. Yeah. Well, I alluded to it earlier, but your three out of your four ACC games were just complete non-contests you didn't even compete in them um so that's 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 just how i look at it i mean they they have they've scored 20 points a game they're 115th out of 131 in terms of points per game that's really bad Really, really, really bad. That's like what the 90, 90th percentile for <laughs> points scored or something, it's or bad. least amount of points scored. Uh, just a colossal failure. So offsides. 100% offsides. It's like Madden from like seven years ago when you could take the player and run them offsides and set them right next to the quarterback and then the other team would mm-hmm. take it and then you would just smack the quarterback because you were mad because mm-hmm. you were losing or something. Now they'll just throw the whistle early, like the technology is caught up. But that's how I feel like Halfley is. He's just like, you're, dude, you're standing five yards off sides. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Although he isn't given much to work with. He has a horrible offensive line. But that's where I like blame him again, though. It's like, well, you gave yourself the offensive line that you have. So yeah. you could have done something yeah. about it. It's like that meme where, where he sticks the uh, – he puts the stick in the uh, wheel spoke trips himself over and blames <laughs> it on something else yeah <laughs> it's your fault bro. classic all right how do you rate the o-line in there coach <laughs> man coach gooch gets it gets another huge 15 yarder offsides so this one's false start right yeah this was a false yeah. start <laughs> yeah. on the offense Everyone, that, all five it, it's of the, them. It's the type of false start where, like, you know how sometimes when multiple people um, false start, and so when yep. they announce it to the crowd, they don't announce a number. They'll just say yeah. a, a false start on the offensive line. That team. Yeah. Yeah. False start. False start on you guys. All five. Uh, so outside of the O-line, what about the offense in general and McNulty? 
man, I'm going to, I'll just keep it real, real easy for you and just tell you that everyone, everyone on the, on the offense gets uh, offsides except for, <laughs> except for Zay. Uh, and then if we want to get into like, you know, some of like the, the freshman running backs, I, I, I'm not going to get, they, they don't deserve offsides. They've actually played well. Um, I want to talk about Garo a little bit, if that's okay with you. Yeah, I'm going to just say intentional grounding is what is the grade that I give uh, to the offense. Yeah, I just I can't I can't bring myself like I just I I actually have like Phil stats here. I don't. Like, oh God! Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Do I just yeah, bypass them? Do we care? Like I, I just don't. I just don't want to let do me it. guess like they're all shit and it shows that he's shit and that he sucks and that he's not good. Yes. Okay. Are, that's you, pretty, look, are right. you looking at, are you looking at the same stats as me? I think I might be looking at the same stats. It just says S U C K suck. Yeah. This dude's this. Yo, my man, he's not good. No, uh, bro. Um. All right. So what's that highlights his suckness this week. I don't, I'm not even where Let's let's not wave, do this. Wave the white flag on on we the can't, stat. We can't keep doing this to ourselves, dude. I want to talk Garo for a minute, though. All right, do it. All right. So as a sophomore last year, 12 games, uh, 205 carries. He rushed for 1,045 yards and 5.1 yards a carry hmm. and se- seven touchdowns, right? All, all ACC back was very good. So this year at the halfway point, he's got 73 carries. So he's not, so he's clearly not, not the feature back anymore, but that, nope. besides the point, I just wanted to say that um, yep. 240 yards <laughs> and he averages 3.3 yards a carry, bro. Look at these. So against, against Rutgers, he averaged 1.8 against Virginia tech. He averaged 1.5. Uh, Maine 4.6. Who cares? Florida State, my guy balled out 4.6, nine yards, 41 yards. Um, Louisville, like we talked about earlier, like he somehow played well, 5.5 yards carry. Uh, and then this week against Clemson, he had 1.4. So it's like this dude has had three games where he's averaged one and a half yards a carry. And some of his longer carries have helped him stretch out some of his higher yardage games. <laughs> word up and he's had a lot he's actually had uh some catches this year too he had how many receptions did he have last year so he had three oh he had three receptions last year he has eight so they are working my guy into the past <laughs> garo is just so far off sides uh we need we need your guy broom to sweep it up what uh which what i i'm i'm, I'm honestly sick of trash trash and shredding the offense what what you got on the defense so on the defense, they throw the penalty flag, but then they pick it up and say no foul on the play. Ooh. Because that's what I got for the defense. Ooh. Yeah, you like okay. that, right? That was pretty good. Okay. All yeah. right. So the defense has its moments and it has the ability to do good, but they're letting up 30 points a game. I mean, we don't need it like convoluted anymore, right? Yeah. They're not getting the opportunities to be a good defense because their offense just sucks so bad. It's like even, that's how bad the offense sucks. That even when we want to transition away from them and start talking about the defense, even the defense can't do good because the offense is so bad. 
Yeah. They, um, let's see here. So last year, you can still hear me, right? Absolutely. PTSD. Uh, through the air last year, they gave up 173 yards uh, passing a game. This year, they've given up 219. I think that falls into kind of your theory that numbers don't tell the whole story. Mm. I'm with you. I'm with you that that I think the the penalty flag needs to be revoked for them. Bro, against Clemson, they stood on their heads. They did like, very well. They were good. Like, you know, um like yeah, they've given up what was it, 30 points a game, did you say? Pretty much. I I, I have I'm just doing round numbers there when you 20, look at the yeah, 29. Um, yeah. They're middle. But even that, like, that's middle of the pack, like 87 out of 30, 131. Yeah. When you look at ACC does, standards, it's bad. That that doesn't tell the whole story, though, when you're on the field the whole time. Not to mention they've had a bunch of short fields. Tons to, of short fields. That's what I was saying tons, is that the offense is, is setting them up so horribly. They're losing. They're, they're they're getting their butts kicked in the position battle game. I mean, there's only is, one team in the ACC that lets up more points a game. They suck in their amongst their own peers. Uh, Georgia Tech, Tar Heels. Really? Georgia Tech lets up 28 a game. We let up 29. Oh, so we're worse. We're a worse defense. Damn, we got we got high character guys though. <laughs> But we shout let up Jay, less yards. Jaden Woodbay. It's my guy. For real, though, we do have good players on the team. That's I know. I know. That's what kills exciting me. Exciting players to watch. Josh like, DeBerry is a beast. Josh DeBerry is really good. You know, do you know who had a couple of real sick stops? Um, and I think it was either the probably the end of the third quarter was uh Jason Matry. Yep. He's been he's not bad. Didn't he get hurt for a period of time in that game? I was reading it because we were there, so it's hard to tell exactly who's coming yeah, on and off. The someone field. got hurt. Someone got hurt. I don't know who it was. It might have been him, but there was like a stoppage of play. I thought it was someone got hurt on like a pass breakup. I mean, Cam Arnold had, a, had his name coming out of the loudspeaker all day. I know he let up the touchdown at the end in a, in a miscommunication on the defense, but at that point, the game was over. It was like, who cares? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> But you imagine if that was in a big moment. You he thought he let a guy go behind him thinking that he had help behind him, and it was just that guy went into no man's land a wide open for a touchdown. Yeah. But in things like that, it's like, you know, nitpicking overall. uh, They played very well. Over the course of the season, they played very well. I was very, I was very uh like I was like, I was gonna disagree with you on that uh, and be like, you know, I I respectfully think you're wrong um but uh the more i really dug into it it's pretty apparent that they they're you know trying they're trying to do their thing so it's not as if you know they're out there just getting torched the whole time and the you know i think that i think that they're a formidable defense if like if they had if they if they had a clemson offense i mean that's what i mean That'd be a really good defense. I feel like they were a better defense than Clemson. And I, a lot of these points, the 29 points a game are, are blows at the end where they don't care about them. Yeah. I feel like they could, yeah. they could uh, 
step up if they had an offense that was scoring. Yeah. And that could go that could battle with another offense. So like, all right, yeah. even if we let up a touchdown, we know that if we just get a stop or two, we can win the game. They're like, even if we get a stop or two, this our offense is gonna score three points. Like, what are we doing? It's gonna be even like the, even the Louisville points that they gave up, like didn't didn't really feel I didn't really feel like it was all I don't think it was them to blame for giving up what was it 33 points? Yep. The offense was uh, either getting off the field by scoring a touchdown or getting off the field, throwing a pick, or getting off the field because they were throwing it out. Or because Dracovic was throwing the ball backwards. <laughs> Behind him. Yeah. Yeah, it's the points. We, we can we can we can move on, but I, I I picked my flag up too. Their defense cool in my book. Special teams. Bro. I'm not even giving them an out. They fail. Going, I'm going old school on this one. Fail. Cut. But just, just straight fail. You fail. At least take a hike. Dude, they started kicking it to the 30 yard line because they couldn't even. They recognized within themselves they couldn't even defend the kick return. Yeah, and they and because their kicker can't reach the end zone for touchbacks or kick it that? through the field goal post, but the students can. See ya. See ya. It, it needs to go. Connor Litton's five of ten on. Uh, field goals this year some Ugh. some kid some kid who's probably drunk off his ass came in and kicked a same field goal for a thousand bucks take a hike dude enough enough depressing yeah i'm all all across the board and like and oh i'm uh zay returning punts like no like he's, he's letting he's letting he's letting the punts bounce it's they just always it's, drop it's a fiasco. The whole I've been saying it for weeks, like silently, like not on the pod, but like Zay looks so bad. I feel like they need to take him out to keep his draft stock. Like he he's not good at returning punts. He's not what he's going to do in the NFL. You would th- yeah. you would think and hope that he would be able to do that. Quick little speedy guy cuts maneuvers, but yeah, he just looks like afraid to receive it. Yeah. Stick Jalen Gill back there. <laughs> Whatever. Whoever's going to do it next year. Start yeah. practicing this year. Yeah. Zay won't be here next year. Zay isn't going to return punts for you next year. And he's certainly Agreed. not going to help you this year. Keep him Poor healthy. Kid. Keep him out there Poor. for the three downs that he plays every uh, each series. And then they three and out and go on the sideline. That poor kid, man. That's got to be. Force it to Zay. Force it to Zay. Completion to Zay was how they started the game. Sick, dude. Sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone, so just to uh, recap, uh, Halfley offsides, Googe way offsides, McNulty offsides. Oh, we didn't do uh, Lukabu, Tem, the D coordinator. He's, he's on, he's on sides. Yeah, he's on sides. I'm he, just, yeah, he, he, he's, he's on sides. Like he ran across the line of scrimmage, but the offense didn't flinch and then came back on his side. Yeah, like he's doing the same thing. It's like the flag being thrown, but picked back up. It's like he's not fully. You're still letting up the the second most points a game in the ACC, but you're also not getting that much help. So, well, we're, we are acknowledging that, but we're also acknowledging points at the end of the day is how you judge yeah. defense. I feel like he's at least trying. No, he's, he that. keeps his job. You fire yeah. everyone else. Yeah, let him be head coach. Give him a yeah. whirl. What what could hurt at this point? Yeah. We'll lose the uh, 
Phil, yeah, Phil, Phil offsides. Garo, Garo might be dead. Uh, Broom onsides, Broom very yeah. onsides. Um, not healthy guy. He's a he's a, the the broom is fractured right now. We're repairing the broom. Yeah, poor kid. He probably got swept. Uh, they were using Zay, the dustpan instead. Yeah, Zay's onsides. The defense. Uh, they got their flag picked up. They're they're okay. Uh, mm. Special teams is just cut. <laughs> Dumpster fire. <laughs> any any write-ins? I don't I don't even I I no. I didn't even care to put write-ins. The really students didn't. first keep showing up foolishly each week to cheer on the team that's about to lose. That's I'm cool. so deflated, man. Yeah, like what are we gonna do? Go there, have energy again? Yeah. How do you bring the energy to a team that you're like, oh my god? Because it's embarrassing. Like, you know, like if a Clemson fan, like as much as we trashed the Clemson fans last episode, like if one of them was to talk trash to us, what would we say? Like, oh, our team's gonna like if they actually wanted to not just talk about slapping us in the face or stealing our Twizzlers or whatever it was, <laughs> right? Like if they were just like, yo, our team is better than yours, we're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. you are. We have nothing like we have. We can't actually talk trash about our team because we we don't even believe in it. We're just like we just like this squad. Like this is our team. It's like we're locked in with them and and we love them and we just accept. We just accept it. We just accept that we like them and they stink. My um, one of my best friends. I was like texting with her after the game, and I was like, I'm fucking done with this school for the next co- or this team for the next couple days. <laughs> I made sure to say days because it's like, let's be real. Like, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm going myself. nowhere. And then I like posted a picture at alumni like the following day. And she's like, oh, so much for a couple of days. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I hate myself. <laughs> it's like, I really I can't stand myself. Just like, just, just leave me be. Just leave me be. I'll tire. I'll, I will tire myself out. Don't worry about it. I'll be good. Man, it's tough. It's tough times. Dude, are, are you ready for some? Should we just hop into some questions? Is it too the soon? Not for so that? famous yet. Not so famous yet. Clip is the is the clip loaded or no? <laughs> I can you do the brat thing? Brat. Yeah, see, I'm not cool. I'm not a cool guy. You know what I mean? Like was that I, cool I just, though? Yeah, like, yeah, it's gotta be. Like, I'm not like I'm not like a I say this to people all the time, like real quick. Um People are like, oh, you know, I love when people like you're not single, so you don't, you know, you don't get this. But I get this all the time. Like, oh, you're such a catch. Like people would love people would be so lucky. And, you know, and then they're like, you know, just like just go up to the girl and say hi to her. I'm like, dude, I'm not like a cool guy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm not just going to like, 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 hey, what's up? Like, what's your what's your name? You know, I'm not not like a cool person. Make your phone ring. (laughs) Listen, uh, so uh Big BC fan, got a podcast. <laughs> no, know a lot about know a lot about Boston College. Uh, you you want to come to a game sometime? Like, it's not cool. Like, <laughs> Pete's dying over here. He's like, this dude is such a bum. Um, he just you disappear from your screen. He's like, dude, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah, I just left. This is your I, show I, I now. Know, I was laughing. This is your show now. You can't even do the brat. See, I can't brat. It's okay. Pop, pop. You're a catch. Thanks, buddy. I know. Well, 
first question I already know the answer to, but I just want the rationale. Um, I think I know it too, but people deserve the answer. Duke at BC and Conti or BC uh, at Fenway? BC at Fenway. Um, oh, my. Uh, frozen Fenway, buddy. Obviously. Got to do it. You got it. Got to do it. Any any excuse to go to Fenway, too. Like, any let's, excuse let's... to go to Fenway. <laughs> I just... Uh, One time they had, I forget what the sport was. It was some obscure sport. And someone was like, oh, do you want to go to that? They're, they're having the Fenway. And I'm like, yup. Yup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Doing curling? Okay, yup. So I'm yup. He's <laughs> like, what, t- what time do you want me to be there? Yeah, what time? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Anyway, um, capacity, you informed me at alumni, is 44,500. How many people do you think were there Saturday night? Uh Upwards of 43. 42,138. Very close. Ooh. Place is packed. Yeah. There's energy. You could only like the corners at the on the sides or whatever it seemed like there. But yeah, everything else is packed. Yeah. Yeah, it's packed. Um the people were hyped partially because of our man Andrew Haas. On a scale of one to ten, how hype yes. is Andrew Haas? Eleven. 11. Andrew Haas is the homie. Let me just say real quick. That guy has the best energy. Um, He's got a tough job. He's got a really tough job, especially like when the, you know, it's so easy like to feed off people's energy, but when the team is just not doing well and you still got to go out there and like, it's not only the fact that like he is, you know, the microphone and he's out on the field it's like everything is focused on him like he's on the jumbotrons you know what i'm saying like that's a tough job and he does such a good job of it um i want a t-shirt next time uh for my man pete 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 we we actually met him before the game pete pete made sure to let him know that he did not get a t-shirt from the t-shirt toss. yeah he throws it in the other direction once he sees yeah. me, he turns and throws it yeah the other he's way. like he's like get get lost buddy but yeah he's he's what a, what a night wouldn't you agree what what a just genuinely nice guy he was really oh, yeah. cool he was cool yeah, yeah. saw him at the game had a little uh interaction very nice guy just a regular guy too you know and it's like funny because like he's like the focal point of the he's like the mc of the game and he's just like such a night like you would never know yeah he's got a podcast yeah if you're ever interested in him like, what, what's it uh called let's give let's give him a shout out hassan around Hassan around what an a plus name too yeah, yeah really like I, I Andrew yeah. Haas. the whole premise of this podcast is really cool too it's like he's storytelling mm. i mean if he's able to be that hype during a 31 to 3 game in the freezing cold um i can only imagine what his storytelling ability is like right. i definitely gotta get give that a listen to we'll have to shout chat. out andrew um you shout out another person who was there uh, some celtics throughout their pre-game uh, mm. They were they helped out Andrew with the shirt toss. Uh, mm. Who are you most excited to see? Blake Griffin. Mm. Blake, I, I I've loved Blake Griffin ever since I was like a kid. Actually, um, <laughs> so our so the way we met was through a girl that I dated at Westfield, and she bought me like a Clippers Blake Griffin jersey That's for funny. Christmas. Because um, like ever since, ever ever since he was on. Um, 
excuse me, Oklahoma. And yep. then when he got drafted, by the, I just, I was always a big fan of his. Um, obviously he's like teetered off in the last couple of years, but having him here is cool. And then seeing him like in person, I was like, cause remember, was it, was it me that pointed out uh, Grant Williams? Was that you, you that pointed you him wearing, out to me? No, you pointed out Grant Williams. He's wearing all tan yes. jumpsuit. Yes, that's right. I did. I sniped him. And then obviously, and then, and then we've seen him and uh, Blake Griffin and uh, Peyton Pritchard. Shout yeah. out all three of them. I like all three of them. But there could have been another player there, but I we just didn't recognize it. Yeah, I'm sure. Player was. You see some like six eight dude there, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, it's just he's, <laughs> he's rolling with him. He's got to be a Celtic. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to our BC focus. Uh, Rutgers announced that they fired their offensive coordinator. Are we the only team? Not, <laughs> are we the only team not willing to make a change? Yeah, apparently. The only way that we were able to get rid of our offensive coordinator last year is because Pitt hired him away from us. Mm. Like Georgia Tech fired their AD and their head right. coach a couple of weeks ago. People are willing to make changes, and it just seems like we're re- like re- just sitting around doing the same old thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, putting you in the shoes, giving you some control. If you could change one thing about this team, what would it be? Hmm. You only get one. I know it's tough because I just want to ax Coach Gooch. That's what you I do. Just, yeah, but uh, but I I wonder if that would be enough. But well, I mean, you're only given one thing, so like, yeah, one thing even enough, probably not. No, so I yeah, set we'll, you up to fail, I guess. So we're gonna ax him. All right, I like it. <laughs> if you could bring one former Boston college player back to help turn around this year and this year only, who would it be? And why Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan could do absolutely no wrong. Just don't let him get down or don't let him go up 28 to three. Yeah. That's That's it. The only thing, but I mean, that's like a, my generation or like our generation answer. Like, you know, um, what do you think he would do with this team? an interesting scenario to think about he'd sling he threw mad he he yeah he threw mad interceptions here too um he was he was like the brett Favre. um yeah name actually name redacted uh green bay packer quarterback we don't yeah bc banter don't mess with brett Favre. or excuse me name redacted green bay quarterback Right, former Green Bay quarterback. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't mess with him. Yeah, I'd bring back Matty Ice. Why not? Let him yeah. cook. Either either that or bring back um um Anthony Costanzo. He was the ta- the tackle. He was a tackle with Matt Ryan, but he also went on to play with the Colts for um what uh 15, 15 years or give or take. So, so I mean, I'm either taking ice. Or hey, give me a give me give me some bulldog old school lineman. What about a kicker? Um, we don't have it. <laughs> uh, what is speaking of going back in time and thinking about the olden days? What's your favorite piece of memorabilia that you have BC related? Wow, nice question. Um, So I, I I don't know if it's like a, 
I don't know if this counts, but I'll run it by you first. But I, I do have a, a hockey jersey that I do have a hockey jersey that I got for Christmas when I was in sixth grade. I don't know if that counts as like like memorabilia is more like no, yeah, like no, that's exactly what I mean. Like is that, you gotta, does that you gotta, count? yeah, yeah. Who's the jersey of? Or is it just like it, a, it's uh, it's a blank? It was so it was it was when they went, it was so the logo behind your head and on your hat, like when they yep. switched to those logos and they got like new hockey jerseys. My mom um, bought me bought me one when I was in sixth grade, and I'm pretty sure my little my little brother still wears it because it still fits. Oh no way, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but that, that definitely that's, counts. Yeah, still in the um, family too. Off topic. A couple of these questions are a little off topic. Um, what's your favorite season? Fall, winter, spring, summer? Since we're going through a little season change right now. Summer. Me too. I love the summer. Summer, summer, Brett is just a different animal, man. You just have such a better outlook on life. It's sunny uh, out. You walk outside, it's shorts. You can just like uh, do your thing, man. You're golfing. Golfing. You know, life's good. It's just good. You know, you, you hate being cold. I crash my parents' pool all the time. There you go. Just, oh, it's just so great. And then, you know, like, you know, football season's coming and you're like, ah, oh, can't wait. And then, like, you're, you know, but it's still, it's not like you're, you know, uh, wait, you know, it's not like you're like in the winter time, you're like sitting there like, Oh, like I'm waiting for the spring. I'm waiting for baseball season because like, I can't stand the current conditions, right. You know, in the fall, you're enjoying the fall, but you're also kind of like dreading the you're winter timid. that's coming. Whereas like in the summer earth, you know, and then the spring, you're like, Oh, it's starting to get warm. Like it's almost summer. Like, this is great. You know, it's almost the but good summer, time. <laughs> yeah. But summertime, like, yeah, like you're, excited that football season is approaching but you're also like completely content in the time that you're in Absolutely. am i preaching or am i preaching baby no, let's go we're on the same page summer summertime, BC banter summertime, is for summer yeah bc banter is for the summer <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the football team that you get the most excited for or, you, or what sport do you get the most excited for yeah, I used to get I, I used to get super excited for the basketball. Um back in the day. Yeah. Like the, like if I had to choose like wh- which out of the three teams I was the biggest fan of, it was the basketball. Hmm. Fo- but football for sure. I follow the football team like religiously. Um I would like I would like to be able to root for the basketball team religiously. The hockey team has always just been a steady like I'm a I'm a big proponent of the hockey team. Yeah. But there was, but ba- I, I just, cause I played and same with you, like I played basketball, I played football. So it's like, I just and en- really enjoy those sports right. um, a lot more, but yeah, I'd say football now. Which team, and you can answer this twice, like be like, you know, college football and then extend it out to just the sports world, but which team has the worst fan base? Hmm. The worst fan base. <laughs> um, Florida State, they're just the worst. Like, they're just like they're just garb, they're just garbage fans, first of all. Um, and like they're so mid and they act like they're it's still Jameis Winston time. It's like enough like enough audio and they're they're just rude they're crude they're like obnoxious and they're obnoxious um 
not Florida State guys here. Like mm-hmm. f off. Um, in the sports world, uh, Yankees fans. Oh, the worst. There's no other right answer. That's just it. Like I didn't even have to think about that. I just had no. to decide how I was going to deliver that. Wiffle ball stadium that they playing out there. Yeah, give me a break. That's a joke. <laughs> Why do you think their player hit 16, 62 home runs? Oh, and, and then Roger Maris wants to get all wild. Like, go, like, shut up. Still, Just shut up. Bond still hit 70, whatever it was, 72. Right? 73. 73. 73. Yeah. He, is the, he is the home run. Like, stop it. Stop it. And we don't care what you say. Just because your dad hit 61. And then you're like, you're like, like we're supposed to like your word is bond over like we're supposed to no pun intended but like we're supposed to just accept that like what do you say is the home run record like oh well roger maris jr said that 62 like shut up we don't care that's yeah, not even fruit. a hall of famer Favorite oh straw- strawberries for real yeah that's not a bad love choice them. i just I didn't them. i never knew that i'm a banana guy i love bananas i just ate a banana but um no, the reason the reason I picked strawberries is because I like I like like strawberries as like a flavor. So like with other things, you know what I'm saying? You mean like if you were to get like a candy, you would get a strawberry flavored candy? Yeah, like like strawberry candy, you know, you know maybe some like um, yeah, I like cherry candies. I like red candy, so I cherry, like strawberries yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, like like strawberry starburst hitting mm-hmm. um but aren't those cherry the, the red ones? Aren't they cherry? The pink ones. Oh, the pink ones are the second best. Yeah, one, yeah, they're they're number one for me. What's that? it's two for, for Starburst? Yeah, ones pink, twos red. Yeah, isn't it obvious that it's pink and red? Yeah. Pink and red yeah. one two like one A one B yeah. like whatever it is. Yeah. Like it's I'll give even... the other three flavors away and just keep yeah. the other two like the other like yeah the, like if, so I'm, if i'm if i'm giving if i'm giving away starburst and someone takes a pink like or even Ooh, a red like i got that's a problem uncalled for they took the best flavor out the bag and they knew it when they did that i'm not gonna like say anything but i'm gonna be like salty as fuck about it. i'm gonna know exactly what just happened to me yeah well speaking of flavors what what flavor of gum do you think coach halfley's chomping on over there I don't know, bro. But when you said that at the game, I was like, "Yo, like, st-. I was like, stop, <laughs> dude." <laughs> he's like, he's like, it was like during the pregame, not even the pregame, and he was, was chatting with someone, Blake Griffin, and them, and Coach Halfley's out there, and I'm like, "Coach," you know, like just trying to like rekindle our little friendship from the Eagle Walk. You know, I'm just trying to like give him some words of encouragement. You know what I mean? And uh, Pete's over there. He's like, Coach, what, what flavor gum are you chewing? I looked at you and I was like, dude, I was like, stop. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. I was like, I thought I was that like, was please. so funny. I was, I was like, dude. <laughs> Brett doesn't want me to come, doesn't want my Boston to come out at the game. <laughs> I start jawing people. <laughs> You've heard me banter some people at the game where you, you knew it was coming next if that kept going. If that train started a rolling, uh, well, dude, I was like, I loved it. I thought it was funny as fuck, but I was like, oh, my, I was like, dude, like, please don't. We're here on a business trip. <laughs> well, because, dude, I, well, I, I, like, low key, I like felt bad. I'm like kind of sensitive sometimes, you know. Like, then, like, I see like that Clemson doofus, and I was, I was like, oh yeah, like fuck him up, but uh. <laughs> yeah, oh, like John Halfley, I felt a, I felt a little bad. I didn't want I didn't want you to do it. 
So that actually is hilarious because my next question is, do you like Coach Happily? Uh, yeah, I do. I do not. I think the, he's a I know ter- you don't. He's a tear in a punch bowl. I, um, I still favorite, like him. Favorite move in your repertoire when it comes to Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Ooh. Uh, butchered, I butchered my, my little talk there. Brazilian. Can't speak too good. <laughs> um, I like I just I really I really love hitting an arm or yeah, an arm bar on someone. Because mm. like basically like you have to get you have because like you get both of your legs like kind of like over their head, you know. So once you get the second one and you bring your leg down and then you pull their arm back and then you thrust your hips up to get the pressure on it, it's just it's it's fun. It's fun because when once you get the second leg over their head, like on top, and you bring that and you bring them down, it's just game over. It's like you ain't getting out of this. Game you know? over. I mean, there's nothing like a rare naked choke, but uh, hitting someone, hitting someone with an arm bar, it's it's fun. It's it's fun. What movie can you watch over and over and over again? Ooh. I mean, probably, probably like Wolf of Wall Street. Mm, that's such like, a great movie. It's yeah, just really long. Cause, yeah, because well, because I was, I'm thinking like, there's not like when I was younger, I, I I could watch Rocky over and over again. Like that was definitely like my movie. Um, but as I've gotten older, I haven't been able to continuously rewatch a movie. You know what I mean? Like over mm. and over again. But I feel like Wolf of Wall Street is like the one movie where it's like if it's on, I'm like, I, I cool, like we watch we watching this, you know. For me, it's Sandlot. Like I can't. Yeah, if that's the a good Sandlot's, one. If the Sandlot's on, I have to watch it, and I can like say every word of the of of the script. So it's like you know, I've, I've never had a times. I've never had an instance where like the Sandlot was either proposed or it was already on, and I was like, I don't, I'm not feeling it. This- yeah, no, classic. I mean, you're just not American if you do that. Very un-American. Yes. All right, here, here's a gonna dive deep into your mind. If you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? I'm thinking. That's good. We don't want you to go in here without thinking. Yeah willy-nilly throwing things out here does it have to be an object i'll let you decide no rules on bc banter 20 questions with Brad. okay well because that's that's mad easy then i would I, if i could disinvent something i would definitely disinvent bigotry i dig it i don't i don't i, I don't i don't i don't i don't fuck with that because I, I was actually, I was going to say racism, but I'll take it even a step further because like equality is just dope. Yeah. So like, if you, if you hate on someone cause they're different than you, cause you know, they feel different than you. They like different people than you that you're just extra whack. You're evil. I don't mess with that at all. And I wish I could like disinvent you. So <laughs> yeah. BC banter for all the people. Yeah, B- BC, Ban- BC Banter is for the equality. We love that. I like it. That's a great equality answer. Equality for all. Um, if you could invent a time machine 
and go back to the preseason, what would you tell the coach and the team? <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Chill out, guys. Don't don't even try to spin this. Like it's don't waste your time. <laughs> uh, please do not. I go back to the preseason and like just be like, dude, get Coach Gooch out of here, like mm-hmm. immediately. Um, that that's that's wild though, because it's like, what would you say? You know, and you even do anything about okay, this? I, I was just about to say, so like to kind of spin your question, if you could go back in time and you could change or you could tell them something or um, I, I'm like, I'm like butchering your question, but it's like, is would there, would there be any ramification? That's kind of what the question is answer, getting at. Like, like, could, could we do anything? Is there, is this no. a destiny? Is this just like, I'm, telling, I'm like, oh, like you, 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 your offensive line's kind of trash. So like do something about that. But what? it's like, it's kind of like, yeah, bro, we've been trying. Yeah. Like, what do you think? <laughs> we're not fucking trying. You don't see, we see what you see. <laughs> I go back and I, I, I pop out the time machine, right? Like, first of all, like I'm fresh. I'm like, I'm like, first fresh of all, you have death. a time machine. Yeah. And I'm like, that's Phew. sweet. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like before I go stop in the 80s where like that shit was popping, I just got to let you know, start Moorhead. And yeah. uh, while you're at it, uh, Alex Broom, throw him in there too. All right. We going all the way back to 1984. Boy, <laughs> see ya. We're <laughs> Oh man, we need a time machine. I know. I'll go back to 04. What a good year. I just want to relive it. <laughs> the socks. They're like, they're like, well, all right. Well, what part of 04? All of it. January 1st, 2004. We're we're just we're just, just beginning just right there. <laughs> we're just doing it. Yeah. Good vibes. <laughs> um, in that game against Clemson, ESPN has this like um winning percentage meter and as events unfold the percentage drops or elevates depending on how likely you are to win the game bc yeah or sorry clemson's win predictability never dropped below 80 percent. do you agree with that yeah uh but no uh uh, the way the way the defense was playing like in the first in the first half when they especially when like they got the turnover um you know, obviously, like they missed the field goal. So, I mean, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that the, they were definitely passing the eye test up to that point. Like, it didn't feel like a like an eighty percent or better win for Clemson at halftime. Like at halftime, like, I thought it did. I felt like so? we even said it like, "Oh, they're about to go into the halftime, make I, the adjustments, I, and come out and smoke." I us did, in the second and half. I and I did. I do remember making like leaning into you and being like you know clemson's offense is going to wake up like we're yep. basically yeah, you said that multiple times and that's it yeah you know um, but at that one point in the game i'm not where well, you're just assessing it at half and you you know i'm assessing it like look, right at that pick we just picked it off and we're in their zone right if yeah. we scored it they didn't know we weren't going to score a touchdown let's just say we scored yeah. a touchdown one up seven it was three. only three nothing at that point right it was three nothing when we picked them off in our own zone so like you're telling me the win probability stayed at 80 at that point yeah it no, didn't waver yeah. a little bit lower and then just, when we missed the field goal they're like yep our 80 looks so good these guys suck 
Yeah, the index is like <laughs> knock knock that shit off. We know. Yeah, <laughs> it was at, it started at like what like ninety something percent, and then it dropped down yeah. to eighty. So it did drop down like fifteen percent when they you know when the game started. So BC did threaten right off the yeah. bat, but as you know, halftime BC's leading every major category besides points, which is the only one that matters. Yeah. On top of that, never really having any of those yards that they're leading in in any sort of threatening zone, right? They were given the only offensive zone that they had, uh, one for yeah. two for field goals. Uh, you know, I agree with ESPN. 80% was as much of a chance, or 20%, yeah. I guess, is as much of a chance as you as BC ever had of winning that game. One in five chance of beating the number five ranked team. You know, there's like, you're, you're dragging positives out of it. I guess at one point you could have said that. Kind of like when you said sure. we were leading them. What, what was it, 2015, where we led them by three, and, and then they won. 2016, so they 16, yeah, the field so, yeah. goal it was three nothing. Then they, yeah. then they scored 56 points on us. No big deal. Yeah. It's kind of like this year. Like, well, we had a chance for a moment in that game. We were close to beating the number five team. We had a 20 percent get... chance at one point. Hey, we weren't getting blown out. We, at one point, we, we weren't getting blown out, but our coach did cry when they threw a touchdown at the end of the game. <laughs> I hate my life. Uh, the I last question, life. question 20, is do you think Clemson's happy with their win? Do you think that was a good win for Clemson? No. No. No, not they at all. They should have smoked us way more. I mean, I'm sure that they were satisfied with like their second half performance, but no. I mean, there's freaking – Three nothing, three three. They scored a late touchdown at the end of the first half to go up ten to three. So they scored. No. That was only on twenty five yards too. They didn't even work it down the field. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Bad like pick. the majority. So then they scored. So it's the like, you know, the majority of the game it was twenty four to three at its worst. I mean, you know, they you know they did score that late touchdown, so thirty one to three. But yeah, no. And then for I mean for an offense, we even talked about it. They. Should have been a lock for what they came in 41, averaging 41 points a game, mm-hmm. letting up 20 something points a game. Yeah. So their they defense were... is probably happy as shit. Yeah. Well, they honestly, they probably were just like patting themselves on the back, like we came in here and we did exactly what we should have done. Bro, DJU mid. I'm sorry. That boy's nah, not that good. He didn't look that good out there. He didn't like that, the eye test. Nah, I know his stats weren't that impressive either, but just looking yeah. at him, like, oh, he doesn't look like a threat. It's like, oh man, we gotta watch out for him. Like, meh. Yeah, we're good. He's he's kind of whatever. That pick was bad. Um, it was a bad decision. Yeah, it was. Threw it off his back foot. Hmm. Sure was. Sure was. And that's that's the stuff that we continue to talk about. Not not good stuff. Well, a little foreshadowing. At least next week with the bye. We get to maybe shift a little bit of a gear off the football team and shift on some, some hoop? basketball. Yeah. You're talking a hoop? A little hoop, hoop de doop maybe a little baseball, maybe a little hockey. Maybe we can mm-hmm. uh, toss in some other things there and just keep it uh keep it away from football a little bit since we both seem to just be completely deflated with the lack of success of the football team. Yeah, I'm game. We can't how how <laughs> How much can we just continue to shred them? We need to talk about something else for our mental health. I mean, health to answer and... that question, honestly, I could shred them all day long. Like, how much time do you got? I know. I know. We can make it like a bonus episode and just shred them. Just the whole time, just sit here with no agenda. Agenda-free shredding. Yeah. 
Yeah, episode 10, the shredding. <laughs> yeah, we should have anyone who wants to get something off their chest come on and shred with us. Yeah, hell shred yeah. Se- a shred session. Try say it that? I can't say that very well. Shred session. I just say it slow. Shred session. That's what it sounds like when you want to say it fast. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right. So episode nine. In the books. I'm so like, depressed. I'm like, is he going to say it? Uh, the, the pre-shreds <laughs> session. <laughs> I just want to keep trying to say that. I can't. Yeah, it's in the books. Close the book, please. Yeah, please do do the shred session on your own time. <laughs> See, I said it easy. Yeah, look but at I, you. I can't even. I I I'd be like mispronouncing and like jumping over words left and right. So I'm not one to talk. But um, yeah. Close. Let's close. Let's close this out. This is it. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. No BC. What? I mean Tennessee, Tennessee, Alabama. That should be fun. There's there's some good games. Watch something else. Yeah. Do something else. Enjoy Enjoy your weekend, BC fans. Please. Yeah. Let the coach worry about like the problem. Let the let the players worry about that. We should have a nice little relaxing time. Be safe though. Yeah. BC BC banter is 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 for safeness safety. BC banter be safe. BC banter is for the safety. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, yeah. so yeah, we'll try this one more time. Episode nine in the books. All right. With that, everyone have a good weekend and go Eagles. Roll Eagle. I don't know what you've been-